I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have James Kicklighter on the line, and he's the film director over at James Works Entertainment. Uh, James, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Adam. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at James Works Entertainment and the kind of projects you like working on. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. How did you get started in your career? Well, I've been doing film since I was 16. I grew up in a town of 123 people in rural South Georgia, and I met a college professor who was getting ready to do a documentary on a Western character actor, and I convinced my uh, mom when I was 16 that this was a great idea. And after working on that project and learning all of the things I didn't know how to do, uh, over a couple of years of trial and error, I realized that this was a career that I really wanted to pursue and, and kind of looked at entrepreneurially. And I've been lucky to uh, be directing films, documentaries, ad campaigns, music videos, and digital spots ever since. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So you fell in love with your passion at a pretty young age, uh, and, yeah. and that's really interesting. What um, and and I know you mentioned you know trial and error and and some other things. What kind of uh, what's your opinion? There's some younger entrepreneurs listening or just getting started in their careers. What are your thoughts on mentorship and 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 how important that is for culture? Oh my gosh, mentorship is so important. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have had the opportunities that I've had today if it wasn't for. Uh, three, you know, really valuable mentors that have been in my life, and I think of them often. Uh, Bobby Zerum, the publicist from New York. Uh, I think of Lily Lee and John Matta, uh, who live here in uh, Los Angeles. He was the chairman of CW, and she's worked with UNICEF and Nifty and all these other entities. And uh, Edith Ivey, who's an actress. Uh, those three people have guided me from publicity, from distribution, and to working with performers. And that kind of triangle has really permitted me to understand how those things work together and how to make my work better so those three things work in tandem. Oh, I love it. And I and I always tell people, the best thing about mentorship is save you time and money, and it's possible that you can get further than you would have by yourself because they, they have the benefit of using others' um, experience to your to your advantage. And uh, exactly. also, just make, also just great relationships. I mean, it's a good life, in my opinion. Well, it's not just a good life and, and about relationships, but it's interesting, you know, when you say use to your advantage, I think that's something that people often misunderstand about uh, mentorship, not the way that you phrased it, but they think that, you know, it's just this, you know, one-sided thing, right, where the mentors are always just giving to you, but it's got to be a two-way street. You know, you're learning from them. They're learning from you uh, about various different things, uh, but it's about what you can get, you know, with each other, not just about take and take and take, and I think that sometimes people think of mentorship as just being this one-sided thing about what's in it for me. That's also mm -hmm. what you can give to them. It's, it's really about that two-way street. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up a bit, James. Let's get into uh, what you're doing as a film director over at James Works Entertainment. So first, tell me a little bit more about the company, please. 
Of course. Well, I started when I was 16. I'm now 31. So I feel like I've been doing this most of my life, almost half of my life, which is crazy. Uh, I've been very lucky. Uh, We've been really fortunate to do uh, films and uh, different projects all over the world. My latest film, The Sound of Identity, is about the first transgender opera singer in history to have a leading role, which will be out in 2020. Uh, I just directed uh, an ad campaign for the Tulsa Opera in Oklahoma, and I've also done projects ranging from uh, Caesar's Palace all the way to Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign to a feature film in India for a Bollywood producer. Uh, so the long and short of it is I've been very lucky to work with a fantastic team in crafting lots of different types of content all around the world. Any kind of trends you're noticing? I mean, just from your vantage point of being in that creative space? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because now that we have so many different devices and different Mm -hmm. pieces of uh, content to disseminate, right? It's now more screens than ever. And so there are different platforms for different products. Uh, And I think it's really important as an entrepreneur, if you're looking to do advertising, for example, or even just create content, to understand what that content is being made for? Is it being made for Facebook? Is it being made for broadcast? Is it being made for mobile? Those are all different platforms and different strategies that one has to consider uh, because people's attention span is getting shorter than ever. And that's not to say that you can't still be making feature films like we do, but if you're doing advertising specifically or digital content specifically, understand the time frame and the type of story that you want to tell before you'd approach a company like mine to kind of help uh, guide you there to figure out what it is you want to achieve Uh, because it's very important that you know what your audience is before you're going to hire a company like mine to help you figure out how to tell that story and where they live. That's awesome. Um, any anything you know? I mean, you've been in the industry for a long time, so 16 years. You've seen a lot of changes, also in equipment and technology. Sure. Can you speak on that a bit? Yeah, it's, it's that's actually a huge one that I sometimes forget about uh, because yeah. it's been such a long time. The, the fun fact of the matter is, is that when you work in film, I, if you're so lucky to do so, you're able to kind of grow and evolve as those things uh, change, right? Because if I'm Mm -hmm. still doing the same thing I was doing 16 years ago, it would be pretty static, right? And so I started out with a laptop that had Final Cut 7. It was this big honking 17-inch MacBook Pro that I spent all of my savings on from doing wedding videos, right? And, And that was how I started working. But now I can shoot the same quality thing on my phone as what I could do, if not much better, as the DV tape that I was using 16 years ago. We can shoot on Red Epics and and uh, Sony uh, cameras and, and various new platforms that are emerging every day that if I was just starting out, would make my work look much better than it was 16 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Because now it's in your hand. And so that is the difference, that now I can be much more mobile, I can be much more agile than I used to be with even uh, dumping data, Uh, you know, when you have a car full of stuff, right? I remember when I first started, if I had an hour of tape that I filmed, that meant that you had an hour of transcoding, which is the cable from your camera to your computer, Mm -hmm. to sit there and watch it dump. Now, 
I can shoot something that's 10 times the quality and it dumps in two minutes. It's absurd the changes that have happened. And because of that, because anyone can make anything on their phone, if you want to be in, in my business, uh, you really have to understand how to tell a story. Because A, they can shoot something and make it look good if they have, you know, half a mind for visuals. Uh, but not everybody knows how to tell a story. And that's really what's changed. It's being cognizant of how you can tell that story better than anybody who can shoot anything anywhere. That's awesome. Uh, so, James, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on James' work, entertainment, or to see some of your other projects or upcoming work, what's the best way for them to do that? Of course. Well, they can always follow me online on every social media platform at James Kick. That's just Facebook.com slash James Kick. Instagram slash James Kick, et cetera, et cetera. It's pretty easy to find. And then, of course, at jameskicklighter.com, which is my official website. And that's Kick and Lighter. It sometimes confuses people, but it's just like it sounds, Kick and Lighter, just slashed together. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, well, hey, James, really appreciate you coming on the show today and telling us more about your background and all the great work you're doing to tell stories over at James Works Entertainment. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Uh, if you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, James, thanks again for coming on the show.